Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Jen. And I'm Vernisa, coming out of Los Angeles, California, with the Speak, Speak Up, Up podcast. podcast. And you're tuned in with the Sportsway with Dre Day podcast. Do your thing, Dre. Yo, what's happening? It's your man, a guru here from Guru Speaks Podcast. And you're not checking out Sportsway with my dog, Dre Day. Get with it and get ran over. Biatch. This is Lucky Lucky the Great of the Transparent Trap House Podcast. You are now rocking with Brooklyn's own Sportsway with Dre Day. It's episode time, motherfuckers. What up, what up, what up? It's your man, Dre Day. And you are tuned in to a brand new episode with Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. This episode here, this is going to be a short one. It's going to be a short and sweet one. I'm only going to do one segment on this one. You know, this, this, this segment here was something that I was supposed to do the last episode, but the report had came out. And the news had broke out on Wednesday, and I have recorded the last episode on Tuesday. So, you know, I had to spread the word that it would be on the next episode, which is this episode here. So it's episode 59. So I'm going to keep this short and simple. And this segment is going to pertain to this whole fascination that Jay-Z is a sellout because... um. He has agreed um, to partner up with the NFL as it pertains to, you know, social justice. And uh, supposedly, you know, him and Rock Nation is going to be, you know, partnering up with the NFL to oversee, you know, Super Bowl halftime shows and shit like that. So you have a lot of people out there that are with this narrative that. Jay-Z is a sellout. So I'm going to dissect this the best possible way that I can. And with saying that, I'm going to start off by saying this. For a lot of people out there that know me and know me real well, they know how I am when it comes to Jay-Z. They know it right off the rip. They know I have been... A Jay-Z fan since Reasonable Doubt. Uh, I worship Hove. I'm a Jehovah Witness. I'm not a Jehovah's Witness. I'm a Jehovah Witness. But on this one here, I got to call it what it is. I got to call it what it is. But for people to sit here and say that he's a sellout, that's the part that I'm not going to sit here and entertain. Jay-Z is not a sellout. Now... When it pertains to certain actions and certain things that he said, when it pertains to this, I wish he could have worded it better. And I wish he could have communicated with certain people. Not to say that he didn't, but it's being reported that, you know, he's communicated with Cap. Some are saying that he hasn't. So I'm going to get into all of that as well. You know what I'm saying? So... Let's just get straight into it. Let's just cut the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's just cut into it. First of all, we have to go back to the genesis. We have to go back to the genesis of what sparked this whole thing to begin with. And it was Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick, three years ago, this month, three years ago, he took a... At this time, he was sitting on the bench. He was sitting on the bench for a preseason game 
against the then San Diego Chargers. Bam. After the game, he was interviewed and they asked him why he was sitting down. He said he was sitting down because of basically the injustice and the murders of young unarmed black men and women at the hands of the police. Some people viewed it as disrespectful to the flag. Some people viewed it as disrespectful to the anthem, yada, yada, yada. Bam. Me personally, when he took that way, when he made that stance, when he made that message across, I supported him and still do. Because guess what? That problem still exists in America. It still exists. Young men and women, black men and women are still being killed at the arms of the police and nothing is being done to them. Nothing. Nothing at all. Um, so when Cap took that stance, we all was there for him. We all was there. We all supported him. At the same token, the NFL blackballed him. Some people may say, oh, it's because he was trash. He, he couldn't play no more. That's the real reason why he's not in the league no more. No, he wasn't in the league anymore because he couldn't because of the stance he took. It didn't have anything to do with his skills, because guess what? There were quarterbacks that were retired, three, four years retired. They got a shot to come back into the league. This man couldn't. You had a bunch of quarterbacks going from team to team getting on teams and he couldn't. You had domestic violence abusers. You had woman beaters. You had murderers. You had constant weed smokers and people that were taking illegal substance. A lot of these people were still getting chances to play in the NFL, but this man that took a stance for something, he couldn't get an opportunity. So we all, we all did the boycott NFL and, I, and I'll be the first one to admit, I was right there with them. When they did their whole thing in Tom, when, not even Times Square, when they did it in Manhattan to stand for cap, boycott NFL, I was out there with them. Fist up, stand for cap, I was out there for all that. You know what I'm saying? I was out there for all that shit. The year that he didn't play, I didn't watch football that season. Didn't watch. Didn't watch at all. But we get to me doing this podcasting thing, in order for me to take it to the next level, I have to speak on the high-profile sports, which is basketball, baseball, football, shit like that. But that don't mean that I sold out on Cap. I still stand with him on what he's done. I appreciate him bringing up this message. I appreciate the hard work and dedication that he's done as it pertains to, you know, social injustice. Social justice. So, yeah, I supported Cap. All that shit. Still do. Still do. But here's the thing. Colin Kaepernick, he won a settlement against the NFL because he believed, like all of us believe, that the NFL, as far as the owners, they was colluding with making sure he don't get signed to an NFL team. Basically, they wasn't signing him to the team. They wasn't signing him to their franchise because of the stance he took. That's how I feel. That's how a lot of people feel. Okay. He won, a settle he won that settlement against the NFL. With him winning that deal, they have something what you call a gag order to where he couldn't disclose the amount he won, nor could he discuss what he felt 
he was done wrong by the NFL. You get that? Bam. Now let's get into Jay-Z, the God MC. But we ain't talking about his lyrical ability here. We're talking about Sean Carter, Jay-Z, the man, the man that basically has done a lot as it pertains to social justice, social injustice. Jay-Z has done a lot when it comes to that. Okay. Hove, who is worth $1 billion, and his company, Rock Nation. Again, like I said, they signed the deal with the, NF with the NFL. Doing that, they will oversee Super Bowl performances and also social justice. In a move where a lot of people have viewed Jay-Z as a sellout for getting in bed with the NFL. Now, for the longest time, the longest time, us as, us as colored people, as African-American people, we have said for the longest that we need somebody of our color, somebody of our ethnicity to sit at the table with the NFL. We need, we need somebody at that table that can somewhat influence change. We needed Diddy, and I'm gonna get to him later. We needed Oprah, Magic Johnson, Jay-Z for that matter. Like, the, like, the, like these are the popular names that you can make a case could meet at the table with the NFL to seek change as it pertains to social justice, as it pertains to the African-American community or in general. Bam. Jay-Z, again, Sean Corey, Sean Corey Carter has been very instrumental when it comes to social justice. Just ask Meek Mill. Just ask him. 21 Savage, who was close to being deported not too long ago. Hove made that not happen. And the list goes on. Now, now let's get to some of the things that he said when it pertained to the meeting with Roger Goodell. And right, and I, and listen, as much as I'm going to defend Hove, I gotta crucify him a little bit too. When Hove was meeting with NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell, I can't, I, I, I can't remember exactly what the interviewer asked him, but it was something pertaining to would he continue to kneel. Hove said, I think we're past kneeling. I think it's time for action. Hove, you know you my man. You know I love you. I can't defend you on that one. That I think we're past kneeling statement, I don't think we're past that. I know for a fact I'm not past it. I'm quite sure a lot of my brothers and sisters out there, we are not past that kneeling stage. Now, as far as the, it's time for action. Oh yes, absolutely. I agree with you on that. It's definitely time for action. But that whole, I think we're past kneeling. Now nah, we're not past that. With you saying that, that's basically you saying, nah, fuck that kneeling shit. We past that. Nah, we not past that whole, we not. We not past that, man. So on that one, I got so on that one, I gotta disagree with you on that one. The other thing, 
Kaepernick was the one that started this whole thing. Now I know, you know, you know, you did, you know, you did a performance for Saturday Night Live a few years ago, and you know, you wore the Kaepernick jersey and all that shit. You know, you called him an icon. Um, I believe, I forgot exactly what show you was on, and they interviewed you, and they asked you that if Kaepernick was your client, would you have told him to take a knee and all of that? And you said, yeah. Bam, we get all of that. So, it's, so we, can't, we, we can't sit here and say that you don't ride with Cap. Do I think you should have spoke to Cap before you made this decision? If you didn't, now I can say, yeah, you should have. You could have at least gave that man a call to let him know what you was about to do. We can say that much. You know what I'm saying? Now, let's get, let's just be real for a minute. Let's, let's, let, 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 let's, let's just cut the bullshit out. In the song Ape Shit, Hove said, I said no to the Super Bowl. You need me, I don't need you. Every night we in the end zone. Tell the NFL we in stadiums too. That shit sound hard as a motherfucker. I ain't even gonna lie. When that shit came out on that Jay-Z um, Beyonce album, Ape Shit, with Migos doing the hook, that shit was fire. I ain't even gonna lie. But when this report first came out, when it first, first came out, I'm not gonna say that I was gonna be on some Easter fuck Jay-Z type shit, but I was disappointed that he did this. But then I sat back and I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? Hove is very strategic. This is one hell of a businessman. One hell of a businessman. He's done a lot as it pertains to the black community. He's done a lot. Again, he's very instrumental when it comes to social justice. You know what I'm saying? So we can't sit here and act like, oh, he's a sellout now because he's doing this with the NFL. I'm quite sure there's a method to this madness. I'm quite sure there is. Now it's also being reported, it's also being reported that he's looking to be a part owner of an NFL team. Now, this is just, this is just a hypothetical here. This is just a, a crazy theory that I'm throwing. This is a this is a this is a since we since we talking football here, this is like a hell Mary, this is like a hell Mary theory that I'm throwing here. Let's just say, hypothetically, let's just say that Hove winds up becoming a part owner or a majority owner of an NFL team. And let's say he becomes a majority owner of one of these NFL teams, and let's just say he signs Kaepernick to the team. Because now that you're an owner, you in control. You can do whatever the fuck you want. The NFL was the only sport where we don't have an African-American owner. Well, let me say uh, one of the popular sports. Because basketball, obviously, you got Jordan. Baseball, you got the Dodgers because Ma Magic Johnson, you know, Magic Johnson owns the Dodgers. Football is the only sport where we don't have an African-American owner. Who's to say that's not the trick that Hove got up his sleeve right now? For the longest time, we've been wanting somebody of our color to be at that table with the NFL. We now have somebody at that table, and then yet everybody want to call him a sellout. I don't know what I, I don't get it. I don't know what it is with the Carters that a lot of people hate on them. 
A lot of people hate on Jay-Z for some of the moves he make. A lot of people hate on Beyonce for some of the moves she make. Hell, Blue Ivory, innocent baby girl. Sometimes she gets crucified. Like what, like, 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 what is it? Like, what is it with the love-hate relationship when it pertains to the Carters? But see, this is the other issue I got. Once again, they're trying to plan us against each other. Because I don't hear white folks complaining about this move. It's always that it's always it's always race on race crime. The majority of the people that I hear bitching and complaining about this and calling Jay-Z a sellout is his own people. His own people. We can't even give the man. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to say we. You motherfuckers can't even give the man a shot yet before y'all quick to call him a sellout. Quick. You got Eric Reed calling Jay-Z's move despicable. Eric Reed, the last time I checked, you got a settlement from that collusion shit too, right? Does that label you a sellout? Now I get it, you've done phenomenal things as it pertains to this, to, to, to you know, standing up for Cat and riding for your man and all that. But you're still catching con, but you still, you still signing contracts with the NFL. You still playing. Does that make you a sellout? That's just the question I gotta ask. Now, currently, Cap is trying to get back in the NFL. He posted a video on his Instagram, on Twitter account, you know, a few weeks ago where he was working out, getting in shape, waiting for a chance to get back to the NFL. Let me just say this about Cap. I do believe he can still play. Hell fucking yes, I still believe he can play. I'm not saying that he'll be a starter. I'm not saying that. You know, he should be a second string or third string. But I know for a fact there's some NFL teams that can use his services. Plenty of them. Plenty of them. But let's just be real for a minute. Let's just be real for a minute. With him filing that lawsuit against the NFL and winning the settlement, I find it hard to believe for him to get back in the NFL. Hard to believe. Hard to believe. Let's just call it what it is. Let's just call it what it is. But here's my other problem with this. Because let's be real for a second. Since Cap made that brave stance with taking the knee. By the way, again, I'm going to say it again. I supported him hard body and still do. When I go to games like baseball, when I go to baseball games, I don't stand for the anthem. I stand for the seven inning stretch. When they, God bless America, and, you know, when they honor, you know, uh, a military person, whether male or female, that's when I stand. When they play the national anthem, I don't stand for that. I don't stand for that. I, I, stay, my, I stay my black ass in them nice, blue, comfortable seats. But for the seventh inning stretch, that's when I stand. But I pose this question. Since everybody want to call Jay-Z a sellout... When Kaepernick, when Kaepernick took this stance and he took the knee, Eric Reed stood by his side. Still does. Salute to Miami Dolphins wide receiver Kenny Stills. He continues to stand by Cap. These are the only two players that I know that still do the stance that Cap made. That's that cap took. 
the NFL, you can say is about 75 to 80% African-American. A lot of those African-Americans didn't stand for the anthem. I mean, didn't, didn't kneel for the anthem. This was something that Kaepernick was speaking of. Speaking of something that was going on in our community. Our neighborhoods. And a lot of those players didn't support Cap. I think that's where Cap made the mistake. He actually thought that when him taking the stance, that his own brothers was going to stand by him. Nope. He only had two of them stand by him. And that's Kenny Stills and Eric Reed. Malcolm Jenkins, you know, he had, the, you know, he was, you know, doing the fist pump, having the fist in the air. Michael Bennett, Marshawn Lynch, just to name a few. Those are the only ones that I can think of. Ain't that many other brothers that was doing it. Can we label them sellouts for not standing by cap? Y'all so quick to call Jay-Z a sellout. Can we label these guys sellouts? Can we label 75, 80% of the NFL sellouts that didn't support Cap when he made this stance? But yet, here we are, once again, when somebody that is of our own, iconic, I might add, very prolific, y'all want to label him a sellout. Before I go, I want to say this. In 2017, we all know him, Sean Combs, Puff Daddy, P. Diddy, Diddy, whatever name he goes by now, Mr. Harlem, Mr. Shiny Suit, yeah, that man. In 2017, he tweeted that he would like to buy the Panthers. Because I believe at that time, I think the Panthers owner was selling the team or whatever the case may be. When Diddy made, when, when, when Diddy made that, when Diddy posted that on Twitter, did anybody call him a sellout? Now again, this is somebody of our descent, African-American. Did anybody call Diddy a sellout? Because he was trying to get in bed with the NFL? He was trying to become an owner of a team, right? Did anybody call him a sellout? No, I don't think so. Now, the funny thing is, when he tweeted that, a certain individual commented on that post and he tweeted he wants part of that y'all want to know who that person was that made that post who tweeted that to Diddy Colin Kaepernick was the one that tweeted about that so as much as I love Cap if you were so fixated on wanting to join Diddy as it pertains to possibly buying a football team how can you get upset at Jay-Z for making the move that he just made? That's the part I don't understand. I don't get it. Maybe, maybe y'all can answer it better than maybe y'all can answer it better than I can. But this was something that I needed to speak on. Because for a lot of people out there that know me, they know how much I love Jay. And when my new episode dropped last week, which was episode 58, a lot of people inboxed me and said, yo, Dre, yo, this whole thing is on this episode? Nah, it wasn't. Because this report came out on Tuesday. I mean, Wednesday. I recorded the episode last Tuesday. So while I was on the road this past weekend, I put on Facebook, my next episode, I will have this talk. 
Because I know a lot of people was waiting for me to speak on this. So do I think Jay-Z is a sellout? Absolutely not. No, I don't. Hell fucking no, I don't think he's a sellout. Now, do I think some of the things he said when he was being interviewed, do I think he could have worded some shit better? Yes, absolutely. That whole, I think we're past kneeling. Nah, we not past that, Jay. We not past that. We never gonna get past it. Because we want to see change. This shit got to stop. Now the whole thing about it's time for action. I agree with that part. And now with you taking this stance with the NFL. You jumping in bed with the NFL. Now it's time for action. Now it's time to see what you going to do. By no stretch of the imagination, Hovum, I'm saying you a sellout. But now that you at the forefront of this big homie, you got to make some shit happen. You got to pull some tricks up your sleeve, man. You got to. You got to. That's all pretty much I got to say about this, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, this was something that I needed to speak on. I'm going, like, I'm making this shit short and simple. Like, there's nothing else to do. Like, there's no other segment that I'm going to speak on. This is the only one that I'm going to speak on. You know what I'm saying? Because this was something that needed to be speak. This was something that needed to be talked about. And I wanted to make sure that this segment was the only segment to be spoke on about, you know, about this situation with people calling Jay-Z a sellout. But my, my people, my black people, we need to stop this. We need to stop this. Because right now, they pinning us against each other. Again, I'm going to say it again. For the longest time, we have been preaching. We have been begging for someone of our color to sit at the table with the NFL. We now have somebody that's like that. We now have somebody that's there. And you motherfuckers still ain't happy. But yet, y'all want to call him a sellout. But I'm going to say it again. Two years ago, Diddy was talking about possibly trying to get the Panthers. Own the Panthers. I didn't hear nobody call him a sellout. But now that Hove is trying to become a part owner. And partnering with the NFL. As it pertains to Super Bowl performances and shit like that. Now he's a sellout. Oh, there's another thing I got to get Hove about. I remember when Hove used to try to... He, the Super Bowl was in Atlanta last year. He talked a lot of Atlanta celebrities from not performing in the Super Bowl. T.I., Outkast, Rihanna, uh, Ludacris. Like, it was so many acts. He even got at Travis Scott and told him not to perform at the Super Bowl. But then yet now, here you are doing this. I'm not going to call you a sellout, Jay. I'm not. You too smart of a businessman. I'm quite sure there's a method to this madness. I'm going to give you that. Because, again, you've done a lot as it pertains to social justice. So I'm not going to sit here and call you a sellout. But, again, some of the things that you said, I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't like the words that came out your mouth. I didn't. That whole, I think we're past kneeling. We're not past that, Jay. We not. We not past that. We not. I don't think we'll ever be past it. But the action part, yes, action needs to take, action needs to happen. 
And now that you are now that you are in bed with the NFL, it's time for you to do that, Jay. It's time for you to do it. It's time for you to make that action. That's it, man. I'm done with this shit. I'm done speaking about this. I said what I needed to say. No, Jay-Z is not a sellout. Let's give the man a shot. Let's give him an opportunity. Let's give him a chance. Let's see what he can, let's see what he can do now that he's with this. But who knows? It could be that theory that I just said a while ago. He becomes owner of a team. Bam, signs Kaepernick. Who knows? He's too smart of a businessman. He has too many hats. He's made too many deals. Too many. Too many. For me to not sit here and not trust him when it pertains to this. Again, I'm a diehard Hole fan. I'm a Jehovah Witness. So I'm not going to call him a sellout. But I will like to see some action. And you, Jay-Z, you, Mr. Sean Corey Carter, now it's time for that action. Because now that you're in the NFL, we want to see that. But as far as my, my own race, we need to stop trying to pit ourselves against each other. Because a lot of y'all calling him a sellout. It ain't white folks calling him sellouts. It's his own people that's calling him sellout. That's calling him a sellout. Calling him a sellout. Let's cut the bullshit. Please, let's cut the bullshit. But I'm done talking about this. I'm finished with this shit. Um, I want to thank everybody for, you know, their constant support of the podcast, whether it's sharing it, listening to it, spreading the word. I cannot thank y'all enough. I'm very appreciative of it. Um, I'm streaming on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, um, Radio Public. Um, you can go on my social media pages on Facebook. It's Dre Day. Instagram, Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. On my personal page, Dre Day 1985. On Twitter, it's Dre Day1985. That's where I drop the episodes. So again, it's a wrap for this episode. So in closing, I say this has been another episode with Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. Again, my people, we need to we, we gotta cut the bullshit. We gotta stop putting our own men down. We gotta support each other. The man is in bed with the NFL. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens before we start crucifying him. I ask y'all, let's stop. We got to stand together. We got to stand together. Cap, you my man. I still stand by you. Eric Reed, I appreciate all the shit that you have done as it pertains to continuing to bring awareness to the message that Cap said that set upon us. Kenny Stills, Miami Dolphins player. Even though I'm a Patriots fan and I hate you Dolphins, I salute what you're still doing. But again, Hove, it's time for action. It's time for action. But that whole, we're past that kneeling? Nah, we ain't past that, man. I think you should have worded that better. I don't know if Beyonce gave you some buns before you were being interviewed and you was talking a little crazy, but nah, we not past it. And we'll never be past it. But again, you're not a sellout. I will never call you a sellout, but it is time for action. And it's time for you, now that you're in bed with the NFL, it's time for you to start taking some action. So, Hove, I love you. It's The Rock. There it is. Now, again, in closing, this has been another episode with Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. Your boy is signing out. I'm out of here.